Welcome to episode 137 of the GB Podcast. It could be 136 or whatever. Now we got things going on. We got a little shit going on in the background. We ain't been down here in a while. But it's yeah. the guy everybody love. Nobody like Dave. I'm here in my second home where I'm supposed to be. The PCB Studios with the PCB CEO himself. Boost, what's up? It's the GB7. <laughs> We don't have money today. Uh, she going through real shit. If you know, you know, figure it out. Send her her prayers. Uh, Ryan just waking up. He did a long shift, but he going to do real shit. So send him um, some prayers too. Uh, we just going to have a short one today, people. We going through shit. So we wanted to bring you something, <clears throat> get you through your day. Uh, Boost, how's your day? How's your mental? Man, so it's straight, bro. Uh, I'm in a good space in my life, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, vacation, boy. Vacation's been happening. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my nigga done seen Hawaii and Atlanta. Yeah, I went. We'll get into that. We'll I get went into to Atlanta, that. uh, you know, just to, you know what I'm saying? Do but that. how's your mental? mental. But my mental is good, though. I'm, I'm, I'm in a Let's good space. Let's get that in there. Um, Work is cool, you know what I'm saying? I've been just doing work. And, he walking me down. And, and just trying to get my life in, get a, in the right way, though. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So um, my life is, is cool right now, man. It's, it's a lot That's going a on thing. in everybody's lives uh, that affects my life. But uh, when I look around at the all-around situation of my life, I'm, I'm kind of cool in my mental space and dealing with things as God want me to deal with it. Hurt, hurt, man. Um, did you get to do any fly shit? And don't overlook the ATL. I'm putting a, I'm putting the ball by the rim. Just dunk uh, it. You know, I, I did uh, did do ATL last weekend. Um, great, great trip. You know what I'm saying? Definitely what I expected it to be. You know what I'm saying? I expected it to be this big old conference with information, networking, and exactly what I wanted is what it was. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm so happy I was able to attend that and, and be a part of that. Um, the event was amazing when, in, in, it, in the aspect of it. Um, very secure. The studio that we were at was amazing. Like, it was a very secure place. Um, and... You know what I'm saying? We got to uh, see some panelists. You know what I'm saying? Some some uh, world-renowned audio engineers. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, shout out KY and shout out shout Les- out KY and shout out Leslie. Uh, both of those guys gave us so much game at that uh, conference. Um, these engineers have engineered some of the best artists in the world: Beyonce, Michael Jackson. Uh, 
even if you go ludicrous, uh, just the list just goes super duper top to bottom, man. All all real people, and these are just engineers. You know what I'm saying? And you think about it. Um, what I did learn at that at that thing is engineers don't get as much respect in the industry as they should. You know what I'm saying? Because absolutely, they say that. Oh, they're very successful. They they're able to record all these top people. You know what I'm saying? But engineers don't get residuals. Even 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 the fact that producers are sometimes put above the engineer. No, it ain't even just the producers. The producers definitely are in the contract when it's time to get paid off the song. They getting money, but it can be down to the it can be down to somebody just being in the room when the song was made. On the contract. Getting written to the credit. I wasn't... I'm sorry. Let me make this clear. I wasn't saying financially. No, I'm talking I about understand actually. that 100% <laughs> that engineers are the lowest. And I think this is a great conversation to have. We're going to dig into it a little more. But I wasn't talking financially. I'm saying just the recognition yeah, like yeah, yeah, they producers because that a producer is supposed to be the person who actually is building the song. You're you're basically the builder of the song. You put the engineer with the beat maker with the artist, and you also telling the artist how to be and how to. That's why you know you got your P Diddies and these people sit in the studio and be like, Nah, I need more of this. I need more of that. That's what I want for the to audience. Make it happen. So it's a big job to be a producer because you are basically constructing this whole situation down to your engineer. So. Of course, me just sitting in the seat and, and pushing buttons and making things happen is looked at as like... The get, artist gone, the producer gone. You get paid to do this. This is what you get paid yeah. to do. You get paid to sit here and take orders from your clients. You know what I'm saying? So you sit there and you... There's no notoriety in the job. Yeah, I like mean... People don't, people don't see you as one of the, the best parts of the album. Yeah, until they see your resume and then they be like, God damn, you've been around whoever. Yes, I have because I've been out here, but I'm not the one getting paid. My name ain't on the credits at all. My name ain't in no kind of percentage of anything. You know what I'm saying? So, and one dude said he was trying to work on that. He, he said, now I'm, I'm really thinking about how engineers should be part of the percentage. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if it's just 1%, because if the if the record make a whole bunch of money, that's just a lot of money. So much shit I want to go into off this conversation, but I'm going to try to remember it and save it for later. A question I do have is, I, I infamously told you, <clears throat> wrongly, 100%, told you not to pursue this career, not, not to invest money in it, not not saying not to pursue it, but don't invest money. And then yeah. you went to Basically, school. Basically, keep yourself self-taught and you you will make it to the promised land. And right? you proved me wrong a thousand percent. I was a hundred. I, I was completely wrong. He was right. Then you went to this conference and and because I knew I was wrong the first time I wanted to be like um, my natural hater ass self was like, don't go spend no money to hang out with some engineers. Like, you the best engineer in the city right now. Like, I, I, I know this. I promote this. But when you told me I had to bite back on that and accept Boost trying to better itself. And you are bettering yourself. Yeah. Do you feel like that was an investment is my question. I know that was... 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Draw I it. yeah, yeah. I think that was the greatest investment that I did do. But I'm gonna tell you this: you need to stop saying that you told me wrong. Because at the end of the day, I was at this conference. The uh, KY, the engineer uh-huh. that, that has Waka Flocka, he got he's he called himself the ghetto engineer because he he has basically engineered any hardcore. He's like, yeah. I'm in the club all the time. That's yeah. where I'm and at. And this event was in Atlanta, so yeah. he's where the yeah. movers and the shakers are. So he's like, I'm, 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 I'm definitely like, I'm the ghetto engineer, but I've have recorded a lot of people that y'all love. So, but guess what? He's self taught. Never went to school. Never did anything. He just self taught himself. Put himself around what he wanted to be around and learned what he learned and became who he became. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. don't tell me, don't tell me that you think that you told me the wrong thing. Cause not to say that if I did, I know I told you the wrong thing only because sorry to cut you off. No, bro. go ahead. But you going to the school you went to led to a different situation. Yeah. You, you being around the people that you went to in that school led to a different situation. Yeah. Also, it led to a different passion because you you state openly, I don't do podcasts. I don't no, fuck with podcasts. That's not. He let me hear some music he made. I understand why he say he don't do podcasts when he making the type of music he making. And I ain't trying to be on no right. I get it. other shit. But those situations of you going to school led to you going to this conference, which led to... I don't even know, because I ain't get into it all the way. Yeah. I stopped you. The networking yeah. you were doing, yeah. the possibilities you seen, the way you seen the world, like you came back with a different hunger. You said, I'm going downstairs to do something. And what you did, bro, I'm no joke. Mm. I will vouch for that. I, I vouch for f- few people from my city, which is hater shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't really jock the people that's here. I, I'm I'm not really pushing the Cleveland born artists. I'm not saying this because you my brother. I'm saying because of the music you are making. That engineering process was so needed. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm not even just talking about your lyrics. I'm just saying the way you produce put out things. Yeah, the way I the, the way you see it I, differently I see now. It, I see it totally different. And yes, that is from going to school, from learning the knows, the the know-how, you know what I'm saying? And dude said it at the conference. He said it ain't it ain't uh what you doing, it's the know-how of what you're doing, like knowing what you're doing. And I was like, damn, that's why I went to school, because I wanted to know what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? And that's crazy. That I don't want to step that. on your shit, but that's one of the first conversations we had when you went to school. I think it was on pod. I'm almost certain it was on pod. You were telling me about what you were doing book-wise at school and how it relate to the studio. And I was asking you to break it down, but you knew the words. Yeah, the actual words, yeah. The the reason behind yeah. why, why this shit will go down. Yeah. Even... Simple shit like how you uh, wind up your chords for your mic. Mm-hmm. You figured out a way. You like, oh yeah, I can bust the mic down, and like 
you had all this information. You knew my mic ain't dead. I can fix it. I just probably got to buy a new cord. But that school taught you why the cord went bad. What exactly is going yeah, bad and, in it? And if you bought a cheap cord, nigga, know that it ain't going to last forever. That bitch is going to go dead one day, and you're going to have to go buy another one. But yeah. some of these cords, I learned when I went to the, to the, to the spot, nigga, that I learned. bitches got lifetime warranties, though. So... Once you buy one, if they go bad, bring it back to the store. We'll give you another one. That's how much they know that the bitch is going to go bad. You learned in Atlanta or did you learn when that. you went to engineering school at the such place? Lava? No, I learned that just by being in in stores that sell equipment. Like, yep. they kind of offer you that. I wouldn't have known that I'd be able to take this, bring this back if this bitch don't work. You know what I'm saying? Do you have advice for people who are trying to start a studio what stores they should go to and how you can save money. Like, uh, uh, I know of one, but I just... Yeah, so you got your guitar centers, you got your Sam Ashes in this area anyway, which is your, your good stores. Your big stores is going to give you the newest gear. And you also have your secondhand stores that you can go to and just look around and see if you can find a piece of equipment that you might need, you know what I'm saying? And it might be cheaper than because it's used. But... um my go-to place is uh, ZZound.com. It is the best place to go buy equipment brand new in the box. This is not an ad. This is We're not just doing ad. this. ZZound, pay me some money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you go to ZZound.com, and they will give you whatever you need. You got to make, all you got to do is make the first payment. So you don't have to pay the full price. It's like, all right, I want this. Uh, this big ass board right here, but it costs four thousand dollars. I'm like, all right, we can put you on a a, a twelve month payment plan for this four thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, your payments would be like two hundred something dollars a month. You make that first payment. Two days later, that piece of equipment is sitting at your doorstep. So now you can make money. So now you can already start what you're already trying to accomplish. Yeah. Or upgrade what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Without having to put the money into it, but just making sure that you can pay that bill. And you might not make money, but you can make content. That's yeah. another thing we're getting into yeah. later. So that's my go-to place <clears throat> for big stuff. Um, little stuff I kind of keep to the, uh, the the close stores because I can just go and just grab it. It ain't really that expensive. You ever get a credit card at one of those spots? Like nah, the they Sam offer, Ash they or offer whatever. all that. I'll be like, nah, because I know me. I know how I am with credit. I got a lot of credit cards, but they're all paid down and they're not really astronomical. So, Boosie Financial Literate, uh, I'm happy for my guy seeing Tesla going back up. I'm like, fuck, I was just telling him a few weeks ago, he might want to dump that shit. He's like, no, I'm going to hold on to it. And now, he he always proved me wrong. Regardless of what they say in the news and whatever they say in the news. Fighting uh, Zuckerberg. That's all good shit. Uh, any other shit come from the conference? Because I seen the after party. Yeah, so... I seen Zay pull yeah, up. Yeah, Zay pulled up, man. It was crazy because we were supposed to have Dave East at the at the party. We could finally say the person yeah. he was doing yeah, the song yes. for yeah, yes. was Dave East. Yeah, uh, so he was supposed to pull up. He missed his flight. So, That's cool. Since he missed his flight, they called the Hail Mary and called in Zaytoven. And it was crazy because it was like, all right, Davies ain't going to be here, but we got Zay pulling up. And we like, oh, That's shit. That's who we rather talk we, to. We engineers. Yeah, yeah, a room full like, of engineers. Uh, yeah. So, but the crazy part about that is I have been at this conference all day. 
literally from 11 o'clock yeah. in the morning. You working. It's all types of things going on at this conference. And by the time it got to the end with the after party, because the after party was literally right after the situation at the same spot. So Zaytoven was pulling up where we were at. We just, it was like a food truck outside. Nice little, you know what I'm saying, place to gather and I talk to each other. I a little DJ out yeah, there. Yeah, was, uh, we, we had... Not a little DJ. I always use that word little Well, no, that was actually way. when I was at the Atlanta Breakfast Club. Okay. And, and that was that morning before I went to the conference. I went there because it's a good food spot. If you go to Atlanta, go to the Atlanta Breakfast Club. It's it's a long waiting list, so get, download Yelp. Put yourself on the waiting list early, game. In the, game. early in the morning. I'm telling you. Give them game. It's going to be hard. To, you know, if you walk up to that motherfucker and think you're going to get in, they're going to be like, well, the wait is like two hours. Good thing is, right across the street is the Georgia Aquarium. So if you want to waste some time, you can just go across the street. And that motherfucker is nice. Very, very nice. You would love it. It's a great time in there. It ain't the Cleveland Aquarium. Oh, it's it's actually better. So. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Our shit suck. I ain't gonna lie. I love the city, yeah, but so, we need to step that up. Yeah, so it, uh, Zay pulled up. Now, I actually was outside when he pulled up because I was in front of the building. I was on my phone. And just so happened, I see this Rolls Royce about to pull up. And I'm like, oh, Zay here. You know what I'm saying? I put it on my phone. I put it on video. Check my Instagram. It's on there. Yeah. Zay find that. You know what I'm saying? PCB so I'm like, CEO. I'm like, damn. Now, mind you, I'm about to actually leave the conference because my boy, my boy, uh, Mar, shout out Mar. Shout out Mar. He, uh, he lived in Atlanta. I had called him and he told me that uh, he was doing something with his son earlier that day, but we was going to link later on. And I was like, I'll right, hit you up after I get done with the conference. So... I just seen I didn't seen Zaytoven before personally at a club in Cleveland. I didn't been there. I didn't did that. I already know his vibe. Hard shit only. I already know his vibe. So I'm like, I just seen Zaytoven before for real. I really ain't got to stay to see Zaytoven. I already seen the nigga before real in person. I see but, my CEO, my so engineer better. Than I leaves. Yours. I leaves right when he pulled up. I'm my Uber pulling up. So I'm like, he pulled up in my Uber right behind him because he was like, I was wondering who was in that car when my Uber pulled up. I'm like, no, that's Zaytoven, nigga. I get in the car, I'm like, damn, I'm supposed to go meet this nigga. So I call this nigga, he answers phone. I'm like, fuck. But I'm already in the Uber, so I'm going back to my hotel room. I was like, I gotta put this shit up anyway, change my clothes out. Been in these same clothes all day. Yeah. Switch uh, out diamonds. Man, this dude never answers his phone. Mark, you made me so upset. I was like, I left a whole party to kick it with you because I ain't seen my nigga in years. Like, mind you, it's my Central old college State, friend. You know what I'm saying? He... He lived with me in Cleveland for when I stayed on gay for a hot second because he was down here. He got a daughter down here. So he was down here. He lived with me. You know what I'm saying? So this is my nigga, nigga. So I'm like, I ain't seen you in years. I will fuck Zaytoven, nigga. I want to see my nigga. This nigga say his son had his phone and it went dead and he didn't get to get my calls. And I'm like... So you ain't see him that whole uh, Saturday? No, I didn't see him at all. So I'm at the hotel like, damn, I ain't going nowhere. I, I the, the event over by then by now so I'm like damn the event over I'm like I don't even really want to go out to no clubs that's just a money pit I'm like fuck it I'm just about to lay here I got to be up at 3.30 in the morning anyway to get get, my, get to my flight so I'm like fuck it I might as well just chill lay here watch some TV I didn't know you was back home I, yeah yeah 
I would have came and pod last week. Sorry. So what what happened Libers. was I said we wouldn't pod because I had to take Tia somewhere when I got home that morning. Right. So I was like, well, I just tell them we ain't podding because I got to take you somewhere anyway. Yeah, man. I'm so, glad you went to that event, networked. Uh, oh, I met some dope uh, uh, engineers. I hold my all over Cincinnati, uh, Indiana, Texas. Atlanta, nigga, Florida. It was just every, people from everywhere that was just audio engineers. And, and they like, you a Cleveland boy? Yeah, you came yeah, down I'm the only Cleveland nigga down there. So I'm like, I'm by myself with this Cleveland. And I, I guess I had this aura because I wasn't walking up to people and, we and, always and networking. They were actually walking up to me and networking with me. And I'm sitting here like, oh, shit. I'm having long they fuck conversations. With me. White boys, black niggas. This, even a girl, she walked up to me. She was talking to me. She's like, yeah, I'm an engineer. I'm like, oh shit, I need, I thought you was working. I thought you was just here working in the event. Bottom service. No, she an actual engineer. So I'm like, oh shit. So, yeah. So it, it was just a lot of, you know, what I'm saying, just being in the in the room with like like minded people. You know, what I'm saying, like we all thinking the same thing, trying to be the best engineers that we can be and work in the best places. A lot of them I love want, it. I love a lot it. of them want to work in studios and be in studios all over the world, which is great. My my mission is to be the place where everybody want to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... I I, I, I would not turn down the, a position at a big boy studio if they offered it to me. Oh, man, when we was talking last part about you possibly being an engineer for, for Duke, <clears throat> the uh, guy we couldn't say, I'm like, if you take off... I would enjoy it way more mm -hmm. than you being down here. Like I will, I will, I will figure my shit out, Vibers. You'll still get a episode every week. Oh no, nah, nigga, Dave. But I wouldn't still, have an engineer that I have right now. I would just have to teach this nigga how to be an engineer on his own and make his things happen by himself. I was asking Ryan, go over there and look at the buttons, bro. Figure it out. We it, got it. A lot of the, the recording part is the easiest part. It's it's the engineering part that's the hard part. And that stuff can be sent off. Like, you can send that to me in the file, and I can do that and sitting in my goddamn living room. Like, nigga, all right, I'm going to edit this pod. I'm so happy for you, man. Um, my mental is crashed. Uh, I'm walking. Uh, I was supposed to announce that last pod. Yeah, uh, this nigga walking, y'all. I, I, I ain't got the crutches or the let's cane. Let's When he walked up to the door, I was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> we, we making our way. Uh, I'm looking forward to going back to work like a complete idiot, but uh, we suffering some losses. The team has lost um, important members. And we feeling it right now, but we didn't want to. We didn't want to take no days off. That stay humble and stay working. Shit. If if I'm gonna preach that to my team, uh, the members of the team, then I have to show that shit. Um, recently, uh, I I haven't been to work. Fly shit I did was uh see my daughter, go to the D. She went to go play space and shit. With my cousins, and what? I was like, I was like, man, this 
it, it's generational right now. Wow. You know what I'm saying? The the fan and my cuz was so excited. He like she by herself, she coming down here to play space by herself. I say, yeah, man, don't make it easy on her. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. You, you you play your game, you 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 get your hands out, you know what I'm saying? But just keep your hands on my daughter. But the losses, man. Uh Gilly. Mm. From Gilly and Wallow, million dollar worth of game. Mm. If you don't know, that's a podcast, huge podcast. He lost his son, and w- when I heard about that, I thought about the D because it's almost like the same situation. My cousin, last time I was down there for my mom's 60th, we party, we hang out, we have a good time. But at the end of the night, dude lost his life. My cuz got shot, you know what I'm saying? And then I hear the Gilly situation. His son lost his life. His mm. dudes got shot. And I was like, fuck, man. Like, losing a kid is, but losing your mom? Yeah. You know you're supposed to expect that. You, you, you almost want that. You don't want to go before your mom. Like, she got more years on the planet than you, and the rightful way is your mind go before you, but having to deal with that the strength I seen in so many people, man. Yeah, man. This is this is uh, I I don't I don't wish none of this on anybody. Not even my worst enemy. I don't really want you to lose no. your mom to dad. I don't no. really want you to lose nobody. But uh, life happens, and in life we have to prepare. You know what I'm saying? And whether it's expected or unexpected, um, Dave had me listening to this Killer Mike song, Motherless, this this morning. And I was like, dude, like I'm I, I had to fight the tears. I wanted to cry so bad, like I just wanted to just break down, but I fought my tears because I was like, dude, I'm a I'ma hold it together, but if you haven't heard Motherless by Killer, Killer Mike, man, you're going to play that forever. Just like Dave told me earlier. Play that forever. And it ain't about uh, trying to expose you to sorrow <coughs> or pain. It's really just highlighting how people can lose and keep it together. Like. Yeah. I got so many strong friends around me who, whatever, you get your titles or whatever and people expect shit from you or whatever, but when you see strength, when you when you visually see strength in people, whether they losing their baby moms or they real moms, whatever, when you when you can see them people still smile, hug everybody, maintain the room. You realize whatever you going through is bullshit, bro. That shit ain't... I see strength. Like, I know what a superhero is. My superhero ain't DC or Marvel. Yeah. My superhero is the people I sit next to. Mm -hmm. And, And in some weird way, they look at me like I'm strong. Mm-hmm. But I am the weakest of us all. Yeah. When you see things on a grand scale, when 
you got that 30,000 foot view. Mm-hmm. Like they say, if you in the forest, you can't see the trees. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't get to see every tree. You just see green. That's all that's in front of you. But when you on top of the forest, you get to see all the trees that have been there hundreds of years and they grew. Like I get to see the strength of my friends from a view removed so far. People, I don't know, have had the luxury of not having to face death on a regular basis. Somehow, and this team of mine, that's the greatest team, I swear. I, 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 I love that it's documented, that I say my wealth come from my friends. Somehow, this team of mine has shown me a strength I didn't even know was humanly possible. Yeah. Like, you don't know a nigga can climb Mount Everest until a nigga climb Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. Now you like, I can do it, maybe. Yeah. I'm just as fit as him. You know what I'm saying? I've been through just as much shit as him. But when you see people face the worst things they can face and still maintain that, are you okay? Like, looking out for you. I don't give a fuck about me, bruh. You're going through it. And they like, nah, that shit cool. I'm glad you here. Yeah. Like, Like, that shit is... Totally separate from me, man. And I hope Gilly got that. I am blessed to have a team that supports me through everything. My ups, my downs. They give me my flowers. They chastise me. I have a team that they're not yes men. You know what I'm saying? I hope he has a team like that because you need real people in them times. Yeah, but bro. things like that happen is, is not what you want to see at all. And you don't want to hear it. You really don't want to even want to deal with it. But it's like you said, it's your strong friends that that pick up that ball and be like, boom. And they're going through it. They, yeah. Everybody's going through it. Nobody's nobody's left That's out of going thing. through it. That's like, the thing, too. Like, even, I'm glad you said at, that. Even at one point when I was going through it with my family woes, and I was like, damn, this could be the, this could be one of the worst things that ever happened to me at the time. But then it was worse for things happening to other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it was like my problem seemed minuscule, even as big as it was to me, it seemed so minuscule compared to what that next person was going through. Or it could have been even similar to what I'm going through. And I'm like, damn, we we going through the same thing at the same time. I you can't carrying it so much. I can't I can't focus it all on me. You know what I'm saying? Like it can't always be all the ways about me. You know what I'm saying? Even when I I don't tell people this. I, I I was in a car accident with a semi truck. You know what I'm saying? Car flipped over. If you've seen pictures, you would think I should have been dead. But I lived through that. But at the same time, one of my friends was in a car accident, flipped over a million times, nigga, and got into some shit. How can I try to make my problem when I come around that man more pro- more of a problem than his problem? We both here. We both able to tell this story. You know what I'm saying? So I have to look at my problem like I ain't the only one. You know what I'm saying? Other people go through the same similar shit I go through and made it through. And we just got to push through this shit. Going through what I'm currently going through. Not to take away from your shit, but just to mirror off of it. 
I was going to the doctor. I was on crutches. I couldn't put no weight on this thing. And um, as I was going in the building, I'm like, fuck, I can't wait to be off these fucking crutches. Fucking leg broke. I'm, 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 I'm rambling in my brain. But as we get upstairs, I see a dude in the wheelchair mm -hmm. with one leg. Mm -hmm. Forever on crutches, if you want to say, put it like that. How how can I complain about being on crutches and having the possibility to use both legs in the future when it's a dude who have no legs and he's not complaining? He was way happier than me. Mm -hmm. He was feeling like he hit the lot. I don't know what the doctor said to him before, but he's willing himself. Black man, mm -hmm. slim like me, but strong, older, by maybe 20 years. But he's strong, willing himself through this appointment with a smile on his face. And I'm on crutches, young dude, complaining, mm -hmm. relatively young. I'm not young to none of you niggas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Things get put in a perspective. Yeah, always. That's what you have to always look at life like that. Put everything into perspective. People perspective. say I'm strong, but I look at the people around me and what they're going through, raising a baby at 40. Like, I couldn't do that. Mm. Conversations I have with my kid, I couldn't be 60 having that with a kid because I'm not mentally as sharp and I'm not physical. Sometimes I got to like snatch my mind up. Mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm not uh, advocating abuse, but sometimes my daughter, because she has a free mouth, I have to grab her, or yeah. I grab that little GB. I got to stand <laughs> and hit her ass. <laughs> I hit her ass a couple times. She like you a kid with this gun, but being a father at this age, or watching your mom go at this I think this is the first mom I, I think I could be wrong but this is the first mom I lost from the seven mm. <clears throat> so f for me I always talk about the wealth of my friendships and how I got so many females around me that take me in and protect me losing one was very hard for me. Mm -hmm. But for the person who's always around me and always got my back, it was like, bro, tighten up. Mm -hmm. It was common. I wouldn't have wanted the opposite way. Like, when dogs passed, he he cried to me like, I fucked up. And I'm like, I wouldn't have wanted to. I, I, those words was my exact... If I would have read in the paper, he did that to you, and he was on the run, mm -hmm. you know how, how how difficult it would have been for me to be a lawful citizen and walk around right? knowing that dude was still free? Right. I'm glad you, you did it that way. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying in this situation... My sister is glad that it went that way, but she's able to accept it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? In ways that I I can't. I couldn't. I don't. It's still fresh. 
I wanted to come down here because I didn't want to avoid having a real conversation and not being able to speak about it. Yeah. Me holding that in, everything I just said, I, I know the listeners, y'all are like, what the fuck is he talking about? This is therapy for me. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, and, and this is, it's a tough situation for all of us. So, um, vibers, we vibing. But right now, it's just one of them times where it's like, and I know all of y'all have these times. And it's one of them times where you got to be like, just pray for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, make and, sure they're And good. we're showing you, you can get through it. Yeah. As long as you can talk to somebody you feel comfortable in front of, you can champion them, you can cry in front of them. Um, mm-hmm. you, you can even talk shit about them. And, and they'll love you the same the next day. Uh use that man i know you got one of those people if you don't you can always reach out to us 216-727-7160 uh we'll take all text messages and voicemails we if you ain't got nobody you got us man Mm -hmm. Uh, everybody needs somebody and i'm glad my team is my team they're beautiful truthful or honest uh, get into some shit in the news before we get up out of here. Some shit I've been wanting to talk about. Um, this chicken Alabama. The who? Chicken Alabama. Chicken Alabama. No, the female in Alabama. Chick um, in Alabama. Okay, I'm like chicken Char- Alabama. What? Charlie's. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, the the girl. Yeah, she yeah, got yeah. a. Abducted. I want to use my words correctly. Um, they were threatened that she got Carly Russell. That's me. Sorry, I fucked. I'm fucking shit up. But Carly Russell. Yeah, Carly Russell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Monica had put it in the uh, group chat that she had uh, been found. If you don't know, um, she. She caught nine one a twenty five year old medical student I think um called nine one one said she seen a white baby this was in Alabama I believe could be Atlanta but I think it was Alabama um she seen a white baby on the side of the road t shirt diapers she pulled over um after talking to nine one one she called a family member and. They heard a scream, then she went missing. Um, the troopers and the police responded immediately within minutes, couldn't find her. Um, she came back within 48 hours. I think it was maybe 49 to be exact. I think it was 49. She came back home walking on foot and um, Monica had posted something like, oh, she's been found. And I was like, I'm very thankful she was safe. But I was like, I think there's a little more to the story. Something something is weird. I posted that in the group chat among my friends. I I haven't said it publicly. But I wanted to pod last week because I wanted to say it. And now I'm saying it. That bitch lying, bro. Right, right. <laughs> that bitch lying, bro. And, and I'm glad she home and nothing happened to her. And we all, you know, did our sharing. And the people down there, the community was 
responsive and helping out, and the police was there on time. But the bitch mine, bro. Yeah. But do you think that they were only so responsive down there for this black woman because there was, like, this baby story? A baby walking on the freeway. Don't you think that would alarm you? Like, hold on. If that's the that's case... That's why I don't think they were responsive because there was a black lady responding to a white baby. I think they knew in the beginning, this bitch, I'm using the word, don't judge me, this bitch lying. Mm. There's no way it's a white baby on the freeway. Just walking. And ain't nobody else called the police. You don't only want to see it. We're about to pull up on you. I hope this story is the story. You know what I'm saying? And then they pull up, all her shit gone. They had inquiries about, they found out later, they had a press release recently. Now, now I'm telling you, once we got the text she was home, I called bullshit. Later, I think two days, maybe three days later, the, the police had a press release where they was like, bullshit. I knew it was bullshit from the beginning just because of the way she described the situation. Like, it sounds, you don't see a kid on the highway and pull over and call the police and then call your family. You go get the kid. Right. You, you, you get the kid and then call the police. Me, as a man. Yeah. I know that's toxic and it might sound crazy, but I believe, or it might sound old fashioned, that a woman will have more of a inclination to protect the kid than a man. Right. We go out Even and- Even if you just grab the baby, pull off. I'm out. That's it. I'm out. I'm out. I'm about man. to take you to the police station. I found you on the highway. You was by yourself. And if we find out she lied, we need to start making a law where if you falsify information to where a government agency or the local police have to get involved, you get charged with a crime. Yeah. And what is, what's, what's making it so bad for us as black people is we already don't get looked for. You know what exactly. I'm saying? So for them to go out their way to find this woman and do what they did to try to get this woman back and then it all be a hoax. That shit says a lot about that. That's it. That's a, that's a point for our community. Like, like a strike on us. You know what I'm saying? Because they're like, can we believe these black motherfuckers? Man, I, I, that's my exact sentiments right there. Can, can we, and not and, even and, you know, black, just female. Yeah, and females, period, because You it's know hard. we go all out there. They got this new movie, Sound of Freedom. Uh, if you've seen it, you've seen it. If you didn't, you will. Um, human trafficking is such a big thing. Mm-hmm. It's probably the biggest thing in the U.S. It's more than um, the drug trade. It's more than weapon trades. It's 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 a thing here. So when you hear somebody potentially being snatched, your mind going to protect mode mm-hmm. instantly. We can't play with that, man. Like, you can't play 
and say somebody a racist. I don't do that. That I, I have said on here, I like my racist right. I like to know who my racists are. Right. I don't like to put that up on you. I don't put gay up on you. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't put snitch up on you unless I know 100% that you did that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't we don't play with those things and I don't feel comfortable with females rape allegations. If it happened, I'm, I got your back. Cancel. You can clearly see I have a history of canceling people, and I love to protect females. But let's not just make up shit and put it on people, man. Because you going through like she was googling, taking. Yeah, and it was weird. The, her whole situation was just weird, and what they found out about what she had just did before this shit happened. It was weird. Boyfriend and erased all the fucking. Tweets uh, and Facebook profile pictures of her. Like, some people are saying that she went to stay with her side dude. I don't know what she did, but if you lied about that situation, you need to go to jail. Now, I'm not saying for life. Right. At all. In no Uh, way. I'm not even saying. It's it's one of them uh, misdemeanor crimes. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's like something that's like felony written, but misdemeanor. And depending on how much attention you caused and how much money you was you was out here trying to make a spin to try to find you and you was lying, nigga, that's how much restitution you got to pay. Some other shit I wanted to talk about. This is going to be a short one. We're going to get up out of here, but uh, music came out. We were talking about Ghana or whatever and uh, uh, Killer Mike. King Vine came out. What post? I don't know how to say that word. Hamunus. It's it's like the album after yeah. you die. Yeah. And the album was really good, but it, it sent me down a spiral of looking at shit he get into. These young rappers now, I think I said it on pod. I I don't know because I try not to talk about the shit too much, but I sat around a real live hitter, young dude. Pink headphones, pink jeans. I mean, uh, pink shoes, blue jeans. And he had dropped something. And then he said he was going to drop more because he's not going to jail with just one body. But I look at these young rappers now, like King Von. That dude was violent in ways that I can't... I thought I grew up with the shits, loving the fight, but... Some of the videos I seen when he in jail, just the nigga figured out how to get up out the, the cuffs. Yeah. Bro, and smack on the nigga who had disrespected his sister. The, the, the nigga beat up another nigga. The nigga said he was gay. I seen that video. So he ain't have to be around the ops. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, YMN, YMN Melly. I'm watching his trial. It's going on right now. The things he accused the two of his friends. This dude, five four, man. Little dude, man. Like <clears throat> tattoos on his face, so you might think he's crazy. But to know what he would do. That's what I'm saying. These young kids If he did it, and we not saying he did it. They don't have they, their mind once it's like they have this one track mind. And it's like, I'm gonna do this. And this is what I'm going to do. And this is my lane. 
I'm I'm dedicated to this. Like when we were younger, we had the we we would think about these things. Luxury. You know it's almost a luxury. We of we would be like opportunities. Yeah. I could be the drug dealer. I could be the basketball yeah. player. Yeah. I could be the weed dealer. I could be a pimp. Oh. I could sell. You know, like like I can get straight A's and sell my report card. But what if I was the shooter? A murderer. A nigga who just murks shit. And I, I can wake up in the, the next day and still eat my cereal and milk and chill and talk on my phone and be like, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I caught a body last night. It's nothing. Making posts, bro. The, the, the nigga YMM Melly, he, he said, shh, I did that. Like, in a text. Now, we don't know. This is all a legend. We don't know the context and who he was talking to and what he was talking about. But hypothetically, if you did that, shot two of your friends, one while they were asleep, and then one next to you, you are a, a serial murderer. And what is going on in America that we are raising these kids? The Young Vines, the 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 Spotum Gottams. The They're not raising The streets is. And when the streets raise you, the streets don't have no love for you at all. This is scary. And That's the streets it. nowadays ain't the same streets that we used to be in. You know what I'm saying? The streets we used to be in, you might catch some hands with some niggas because you're walking down in the wrong neighborhood and you might get jumped. Or you might be in somebody, you might be at your cousin's house and you got to fight a nigga because you don't like him. And you're like, nigga, fuck it. That was our, our woes as kids, though. We, we really was like, hands on, let's fight. But once guns got involved, it was over. And once these young niggas got guns in their hands and figured out that it ain't hard to use it, nigga, I can put a bullet in here and shoot you right now. And be known and in be the known hood. as that nigga. And, and if I shoot the right person, I could be rich and famous. Because a lot of these people, they ain't just killing niggas just for no reason. It's some money involved. It's some, it's some, it's some bands. It's some, it's, it's bands involved in this thing. And if I get enough of these bitches, I'm that nigga. And I and people want me around them because they know they're protected because I'm shooting shit. Man, uh, I just need us to value human life on a different level. Um, people got fathers, mothers, brothers, kids that, that like, going to funerals, show you the impact somebody had on a small time on earth, very minute time on earth. Even if you get a hundred years, it's still a small time that the planet been here. Going to a funeral yesterday, seeing the entire city brought out to, to mourn somebody and they spoke about it multiple times that this shouldn't be the thing that we do to see this many beautiful people and get them around each other. It shouldn't be a funeral, but then it should though. Mm. But the the pastor spoke it so well. He said, "You you won't get this many people around f- for like a birth mm. or a birthday." Because people know that you're good. Right. You know what I'm saying? People know that you're in a healthy spot. When people got to show up and support, 
that's when you know. Mm-hmm. When Jesus, if you believe in him, was on the cross, that's when you knew, oh, that's that guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You you learn in your hardest the 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 amount of love you garnered and what people going to say about you when you gone. So you got to you got to live almost to be gone. You want your story told by other people. Right. Whether it's at a thing where you took down hijackers on the plane and um saved a bunch of people or it's cancer. Whatever it is, you want people to have a story about you. Mm-hmm. Up up into the moment you were gone. How you react in in that time and just to see the city come out and everybody had those good words made me think like I think we're doing something positive. Yeah, we are. Sharing these emotions with people and letting them think about the things they might not have to, because I know a lot of people who don't have to attend funerals. They're like, what? You meant more funerals than your birthday? How is that even possible? Yeah. But I have. And they're like, wow, what do that do to you? Just to get them type of people thinking about the shit's going to happen. My nigga was just telling me off pod about ways to set up financial security when you gone or when you here, but ain't nobody got to worry about the funeral. Mm-hmm. Everybody straight behind everybody you. Straight. You know what I'm saying? No matter what. Uh, I'm going to ask a, a question and then we're going to get up out of here. Um, I got an AI question. So the AI question for me is what type of impact do you think AI is going to have on our futures um, in every aspect? Like, I think that a lot of people see the doom in AI. I kind of see the other side of it. Um, I know this is going to sound weird to you. And I, I know you're not going to believe me. But once you go do the research, you'll find out it's true. AI is better at not predicting, but diagnosing a, a, a medical problem with you than doctors are by probably 30%. Mm. If you give it all the information that's going on with you and you have that information, It'll tell you what's going on better than a doctor by 30%. Damn near can pinpoint. <clears throat> yes. That's that's also with legal, like legal uh issues. If you can give AI your exact case, what happened, every detail of it, it'd be able to go back and find case law that's your lawyer wouldn't find that'll get you off. Mm. AI is gonna eventually replace a lot of things. And we look at it as scary, right? We look at it like, oh, it's gonna take my job. It's always what these AI programs are doing is scouring the internet for information. Mm -hmm. Things that humans have published and put out that that are factual. 
and they're referencing those things and combining all of them, but they can reference thousands and the speed that it take us years to do, right? And as soon as they see a red, it's, it's like everything blue. And then all of a sudden they see this red and they're like, boom, there it is. Mm-hmm. Pull that out. What is this? Boom. All right, let me tell him this. Bam. But they're still getting our information from us. But it's still our information. But it's so much information. We've been on this planet for a very, very long time. Not really, Boos? I'm not saying like that long of a time, but it's been a lot of information accumulated. Yes. Maybe not documented on the internet, though. Yeah. So computers won't have everything we have. Yeah, they don't. They don't have some intellectual property that we do have, and it, it won't have this word. It's gonna fucking to my nerds. Hey nerds, what's up? This word is gonna fucking confuse shit. But consciousness mm-hmm. is not making a decision saying Boosie is wrong. Let me prove him wrong, mm-hmm. or Boosie is right. Let me prove him right. It don't have that bias. It just have here's the information on Boosie. Mm. It's not judging Boosie in no way. Now you can you can ask that AI, I don't like Boosie. What's the bad things he done? Mm-hmm. And they can go find the bad things. Or I love Boosie. What's the good things he done? It can go find the good things. It don't have the rationale to be like, here's his total but, life. But, but all in all, this is Boosie is a great person. He is this, that, this, that, and the third. You don't got that information. That's why I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily fear AI replacing us. I fear us being so stupid. We we give it all the keys. Yeah. Well, what it is is it, for me, it's the scariest. In, the scariest impact that it will have on us is humans will become lazy. That's fuck. To the point where we don't have to use our brains for much because we got this brain, this this AI brain thinking for us. So we don't have to use our brain. You know what I'm saying? It ain't even... I, I'm not I'm, I'm not tapping into a, 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 a memory bank no more because I got a, I got one outside of me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I don't have Make to remember... Make you lazy as fuck. I don't have to remember none of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Because if I want it, I can just go get it from this person or this this thing. And I think that's what one of the big impacts that it's going to have on us if we let it get to that point where we just become a lazy people and don't just, we don't want to learn. We rather we would rather let AI do it than us do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? We would rather, it. we would, like, you don't like cutting grass. AI out there cutting your grass. All day. All day. Because that's what you don't like to do. Now I ain't got to think about it. I ain't even got to think. He going to pull up out my goddamn shed, instantly start cutting grass. Like, nigga, I'm good. What's, what's amazing about that is I'm, <laughs> I don't have to do something I dislike. What's horrible about it is the things you dislike doing and you do make you better. Make you better. At Physically. all times. Physically, mentally, yeah. just, just everything. I got to go cut this grass. The grass got to be cut. Fuck, I hate cutting grass. I can either get the AI to do it, which would be easy, and I can resort. I can transfer my resources to a whole different thing. I can be down here uh, making information for the podcast, or I can do the thing that I don't like to do, Mm -hmm. get it done, 
And then afterwards, you always get this. I don't know if it's endorphins. I don't know if it's uh, some type of uh, adrenaline. I don't know what it is. But when you do something that you didn't want to do, no parts wanted to do, and you finish it, and then you look at it, you like, I did that shit. Like, I would have an AI down here doing podcasts with me. I wouldn't even be doing this shit. <laughs> I have, you know how I, I think. I would have an AI literally sitting here putting my voice to the goddamn shits. Like, it's really me. You really feel like it's me, but it's not me. All right, we got a couple more I'm minutes. Somewhere else. I, I wanted to go, before I ask the question, I wanted to talk about one thing because, of course, I'm a narcissist and I like being right. But down here, multiple times, we talked about the rappers having a union. I'm a union boy. I believe in unions. Um, I believe in the the importance of collective bargaining when a bunch of people get together. So the writers been on strike in Hollywood. Um, recently, the actors joined with them. So a lot is going to be slow in the fall. You better go back, go to the wire, go lot, to all your favorite shows. TV people, see? Yeah. Now it don't even affect me because I never was watching. So y'all missing y'all shows. And I'm like, nigga, you know, I got other shit popping. It's just not even about TV to me, nigga. Fuck TV. <laughs> but uh, I have been talking on this show for a while. It's documented, I promise. I'm not dick riding nobody. Um, that rappers should have a union. Like Freeway with the kidney failure or his son passing. Like, uh a collective should be putting in X amount of dollars a month just to support those people in it. So now that this strike is going on with the writers and uh, actors, um, Joe Button had brought up on his podcast, this is the perfect time for the rap industry to get their union. Mm-hmm. And then jokingly, he said, uh, we should throw podcasts in there too because mm-hmm. the more people we got, the bigger the audience we got, the more power we got against mm-hmm. the people. He didn't say this all out, but he just said we should throw podcasters in there. And it got me thinking like, if this thing take off, would you be willing to put a percentage of what you get paid from here into a union to where we all have one voice? And I'm I'm all for unions. And secondly, if you did that and the streaming services wasn't paying us what we wanted to be paid, or um the advertisers was trying to say, uh, we don't think we think this amount too high, would you be willing to take days off, maybe months off? I'm not saying right now because we ain't making a lot of money, but think of the Joe Rogans, yeah. the Joe Buttons, the Wallow and Gillies, the people who making millions of dollars doing this thing. Would you be willing to take off pods? Like, nah, we ain't pot. We ain't giving out no oh, more content no. I'm so, until you give us money. I'm so down. I'm so down. I'm always about a group effort. So if I'm part of something, I'm part of something. I ain't stepping across the I'm, line. I'm not about to go to work at, at, Nine times out of ten, I'm if I'm potting, it's not my only stream of income. But it's music too. So you got this hard ass song out right now. Like 
the actors have agreed not to do no podcasts, no interviews, no movies. They are agreeing to shut their whole shit down yeah. until the writers get their money and then we get our money. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't just be the podcast part of it. You got this hard ass song you just made. If that thing take off and the the music industry make a union, are you willing to be like, I'm not performing this shit until we get the money? Yeah. I'm, Even I'm if it's the smash smash. I'm down. I don't it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you have to protect your intellectual property, dude. And and if this means that you're going against the machine. And you know you gonna, you know what I'm saying, with a like you said, the more more people, the more we can go against this machine. Yeah. So if we all say nay, let's all say nay. Don't just go out there and be like, well, I gotta make my money, I'm out. I'm I I I'm gonna go perform. I'm crossing that picking line because they offering me ten million dollars to perform this shit because nobody else wanna perform it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, do you take that money or do you Stick with your guns. I'm I'm just gonna stick with my guns because I think it'll pay off better in the end if if the negotiations go how they're supposed to go. Um, off of that, to wrapping this thing up, content creators, if you're not in a, a actor guild or union or the writer union, your time is about to come up. It's about to be a time right now where content is going to be king because people ain't making shows. People ain't acting. The streaming services are going to be fighting for overseas shows. You can make your money right now, but you have to be you and 100% investing in going through the shit and not putting up with what corporate going to offer you a lot of bullshit. Coming up, man. These next few months, corporate is going to offer a lot of these podcasts and content creators on YouTube, TikTok, wherever it is. They're going to offer you a bag, and you got to stand on principles. It's not for me to teach you that. Um, I'm I'm telling you this podcast will be taken care of for sure, but you got to figure it out. Uh, we got to wrap this thing up, but I do have a question I just asked the question. No, I got another question. Oh, okay. Um, about this content thing, uh, the Writers Guild, uh, rappers trying to form a union, all that. Um, if you hired a person to join your team, what would you expect them to immediately know and be able to perform? Hire the person to do what, though? Any, uh, if you hired a person to be your cameraman, if you hired a person to be creative director, oh, just if you just hired a person to work for you, what would you expect them to immediately be able to do and know without you teaching them? Uh, being proactive, basically. I, I, if I hire you, that means that I feel like you're the best person for the job, right? And if we talking about your job. Um, whether it be the cameraman, the uh, whatever I hired you for, I expect you to come in. When I say your start date is this date, I expect, I expect you to come in and just be really on your job. Like, this is what I'm doing. This is what we need to do. 
give me my suggestions. I hired you for a reason. I really don't. I, I it's not my realm of work. Explain to me what's going on. Like, be proactive and and actually try to teach me at the same time of doing your job. That's all I wanted to hear right there. You you are acceptable of somebody uh, putting faith in somebody to do something that you don't understand. Yeah, and 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 at the end of the day, you can. I, I don't have to know if you being proactive. Like, if if I got if I hired an accountant. I really don't really want to know the numbers, but I, I mean, the, how you got to the numbers, but I always want to know my numbers. You know what right. I'm saying? So, long Taxes as, paid, yeah. IRS paid. Do I got money to go buy yeah. this, this I, That's this a Porsche? job that I don't want to go into and kind of like, no, no, like the back and forth. But it is my money, so I want to know what's happening with it and where it's going. That's your job, to make sure I know where my money is going and how it's going. Uh, but... If it was something like the cameraman, I might want to dive and dab in that because I'm an engineer. You know what I'm saying? I got a studio. So I might want to learn some of the things that you are doing over there with that camera. Like, yeah. what is you doing? You know what I'm saying? But you won't, you won't dictate his decisions. No, but your, your decisions is your decision. Yeah. I don't care. You run This that. is, we got to shoot it in DSLR 180p, yeah. Boosie. And you like, you looking like, oh yeah, that should look good. But why we got to shoot it in that? You won't. You you might ask questions, but you won't tell him, "Hey, change that." Yeah, I want it in 1080p. No, you, no. You, we, we I trust what you're doing, bro. Doing, I hired you. You are the best man for the job in my eyes. So whatever you picked is what we're going with. But at the end of the day, I I, I just want to see you out there uh, being the best person you can be. Vibers, I promise you, rough rough night last night. But I wanted to get that in there so we get to here. Sometimes you have to have people in your life who do things that you can't do and they do them better than you and you got to trust them. Like sometimes a strong friend is the strong friend. Sometimes the weak needy friend is the weak needy friend. But they're they're loyal. They're like a a dog. They never leave your side. They hurt anybody that try to hurt you. But they not the one who going to lead the pack. They looking at you like, hey, how we going to get food today? How we going to get water? Mm-hmm. You, but I got your back while you making these decisions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We all got those roles in our life. Don't try to fake it. If you ain't that, don't be that, man. Yeah. Be you. Because somebody going to pick up on your energy, your aura, whether it's good or bad, I believe us as humans can sense someone's aura. Just be you and always try to put out a positive vibe. Whatever you is, if you are the supporter or you the leader or the role maker or the the one who's going to provide, whatever you are, just be you. And God going to bless you and the people around you going to bless you. If you stay honest, stay humble, stay working. It's the GB7 podcast. Lock in. It's the GB7.